Hello and welcome back to the Snooters Podcast. This is Season 1, Episode 4, and I'm your host, Jack Eldridge. Sitting on the couch with me today in Jelly's Garage is no one. That's right, it's a solo episode. Um, basically, uh, I've just felt like we haven't had much coming out. We've, we've, we've had Maxine, and that was two weeks ago, pretty much. Maybe even three, I'd say. And I just feel like I'm doing you guys a disservice by not putting anything out there. Nothing nothing new to listen to. And just because it's a solo episode doesn't mean that, oh, you know, it won't be as quality content. But, you know, at least it's something something to distract you from upcoming uni dis- assignments and shit. That's actually why I'm doing this. I don't really want to work on my assignments. So, just thought, you know, I'll sit down, Dr. Pepper in hand, and I'll just, you know, talk talk to the crowd, as they say. Um, the reason why this is also happening is because, um, we've had three people, three people in the chat. We won't count Sean because he doesn't really want to come on, but three people are fucking acting like it. We got Copy, Mason and Joel who are just, they're dodging me. I'm sending out, sending out messages to Joel. I've given him the chance. Not happening. Nah, sorry, I'm too tired. Mason, same fucking story. Kopi's been in Melbourne for the F1. That's a bit out of fucking left field, don't you reckon? When has that cunt ever talked about F1? Ever. To anyone. Like, I thought the cunt liked cycling, but, you know, reasons why he's down there, it's, it's none of my business. Um, but yeah, they've, they've all been dodging me. So I'm, I'm, I'm here right now on a solo episode. going to try my best to keep things uh, not an hour long. No one wants to hear Joe fucking ramble, go on a tangent. For fucking ages. So I've only got a couple of topics here that I'm going to talk about. Hopefully they're entertaining enough for you. This episode should probably be about maybe half an hour, 45 minutes. We'll see see how see how well it goes. Uh, but we're going to move on to the uh, next section. It's uh, future plans. Future plans for the podcast. So I was thinking for the first season we just have, you know, the snooters, you know. But obviously now I've had to come in, throw myself in the deep end talk to the fucking, to air, this is such a weird feeling, I'm talking to myself right now in my fucking garage at 11.20pm, um, but yeah, first season we're going to have uh, all the snooters on, and then maybe in the second season, we'll start bringing in some outsiders, some outsiders, maybe get Kwong on, that'll be an interesting talk, we'll bring in uh, groups of duos, Ned, Mac at the same time, they can scrap, Fucking Joel and anyone can scrap. It's great. And I'll just be there, pot stirring, as I normally do. Yeah, I'll just be the middleman, just chan shit. It's the way it goes. Yeah, so that's a, that's a plan for, like, season two and shit. Season three. Now I'm thinking, that's where I ditch everyone. I get the celebrities in. I'm going to talk to... Uh, what's his name? Johnny Depp. I'm going to talk to him about his recent court case. going to be talking to... Kendall Jenner, I've already said that. And I'm thinking about getting Kanye West in. Talk about his divorce. That'll be great stuff. And then soon I'll be hired by Joe Rogan as his co-podcaster. And I'll fuck you cunts off. Pretty simple. Season 3, get ready for it. It's going to be great. Now, in previous episodes, there's been a couple of bits of content I've missed out on. I forgot to discuss with the guests. Um, so I've got a bunch of unanswered questions that I just forgot to put out there. And these were all sent in by one person. I'm not going to fucking 
put their name out there because some of these are pretty questionable questions. Like, they don't really... <laughs> it's, like, pretty bad. Like, they're, they're not great, but uh, I'll have a look at them. Um, so the first one... <clears throat> He says, got some anonymous questions for the podcast if you want to use them. So here we go. Number one, best sesh you've ever had. Now, I've had some interesting ones, definitely. Um, one of them, <laughs> Kobe just invites me up to Nathan's house. Come on, oh, you come over. Let's smoke a bit. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, dog. Rock up. No one's there. Like, what the fuck's going on? Kobe gives me a ring. Oh, you give Kobe a ring and he goes, Oh yeah, I'm just over at the party across the road. Uh, I'll come over in a sec. See this cunt walking down the road. It's fucking cold as shit. I'm like, dude, what's going on? Where's Mason and shit? Oh, he's over at the party too. What cunt? What do you mean? What do you mean he's over at the party? Oh, I just thought like, you know, we'd just go into his backyard and smoke. What the fuck are you talking about, cunt? What? Why isn't Mason going to be there? Oh, he said it's alright. He said it's alright. No, don't worry. Oh, yeah, all right. Sure thing, mate. Go down. <laughs> we smoke our shit, and then uh, maybe half an hour later, me and, me and Dylan are fucking cooked as shit, just fucking giggling, being little fucking nuisances, sitting in the in the downstairs areas of Mason's, and he <laughs> he comes down, Mason Tong, and he's like, what the fuck are you cunts doing here? Getting an old fucking sourpuss. <laughs> And instead of joining us and just, you know, rolling with the punches of life, he decides to lock us out, <laughs> shut off all the lights, and me and Cope just sit there in silence before I wait to drive home. It's just, it's pretty interesting. It, it, well, I wouldn't say it's the best sesh I've ever had, but it's, it's definitely a good one. It was funny as fuck, seeing Mason all pissed off and shit. Anyway, yeah, we'll move on to the next question. If you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be except for Australia? It's good that he put that last part in because honestly, I don't think I'll really ever think about living long term anywhere else but Australia, best fucking country on the planet. Um, yeah, I've talked about going to Canada, um, but you know, it's 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 to the point where it's almost too cold over there. If you know what I mean, like I w I'd want to go somewhere where it snows half the year and then there's like nice beaches and shit half the year. I don't really know where that is, but. I hope it's not in America, that place is a shithole, and trust me, I'm half American, I know what I'm talking about, shit's fucking crack. How much cocaine did the Wiggles use? Yeah, this is what I was talking about, fucking weird cunt questions, like, <laughs> what does that mean? How much cocaine did the Wiggles use? I'm just gonna skip that one, <laughs> probably some, I don't know, but yeah, <laughs> it's like, you, you better be happy that these are anonymous, because that's a shit question. Alright, on to the next one. Um, would you fuck an alien? Yeah, I had to have a look at this one before and uh, have a little think about it because there's a lot of a lot of issues with it that I have. It's a question about ethics, morality, fucking philosophy, psychedelics, all that shit you believe in. It all matters. It's it's in a sense, it's kind of same. Same as to what it would be now. Like, I don't know, is this what what kind of appendages does this alien have? What if like their genitals was like this big eight foot tentacle that they shove up your butt? In that stance, no, I wouldn't have sex with an alien. It also depends like what, what they look like. Like 
is this alien like a big fat greasy shit like Jabba the Hutt or is it like I don't know one of them cute lady ones with the the fucking ten- tentacles on the back of the head like in Star Wars that's that's the real question right there like Oggy Nost you know he'd probably just dive right in I'd want to suss out the uh the alien's background history what if the alien has destroyed planets you know would I really want to be f- fucking having sex with them probably not they fucking destroyed a planet. It, it it's all comes down to like ethics, morality. That's it. Fucking a lot of little factors play into the f- to whether or not I would fucking have him. But just to keep it light, I probably would. You know, try anything once. Maybe not everything, but I try most things once. Or just try when I want them, sort of thing. Next question: Near death experiences. This is another story that involves cope. Fucking took him to Stratty one time and got on the boogie boards. Went to uh, some little beach. I don't know where the fuck it was, but some beach with uh, some surfers and shit. We got on the boogie boards like little noobs and swam out. Seas were a little rough. The weather was a little rough. Fucking Kobe's like, yeah, boy, you'll be all right. Let's just go catch some waves and shit. Yeah, right, Kobe, uh, I don't know. I'm not that great of a swimmer, but we'll see how it goes. Fucking 10 minutes in, can't breathe, fucking dying, literally fucking out of breath, struggling, current, ripping me out to sea, Kopi laughing, fuck off cunt. I I literally, I reckon, it wasn't a near-death experience, but it was definitely one where I was scared. <laughs> like, I was scared about how I was going to get myself out of that situation, um, where I was literally thought I was going to drown. Kopi was just having a great old time, like, you know, oh, Jack, calm down, calm down, fuck off, cunt, I'm nearly drowning over here, struggling to stay afloat and shit, hopping on the board, worrying and hoping I wasn't going to get sucked out too far, all that sort of shit, Um, but we got in eventually up at Stratty, we got in onto the beach, meanwhile, some cunt's on the fucking, on the beach, maybe this is a different story, but the cunt was on the beach just fucking telling us, don't swim there. Fucking little old Joel McClure on the beach, talent, gatekeeping the ocean. <clears throat> Alright, the next one. Fucking, let me get it up. <clears throat> if you had a YouTube channel, what content would you put out? I don't know. I really don't know. There's a lot of shit I could talk about on, on a YouTube channel. Lots of stuff I could do. I'm a pretty interesting guy. That's why I'm recording this solo podcast. I know this is going to be the best episode. The one where I'm not held down by any fuckwits. <laughs> nah, I'm only joking. Um, I've thought like in the past, I've had this like in an ideal world, I wouldn't have to get up and go to work. I'd just sit on my computer and make money just from being funny or something something or other. Become like a streamer or something on Twitch. If I had a YouTube channel, well, I mean, I did have a YouTube channel, Fungus TV, go check it out with Macca and it was our eye. We posted some pretty great stuff there, so I would say like, you know, a couple of Howard Sterns in the making, or maybe that's the wrong guy, I'm a Howard Stern in the making right now, but a fucking, you know, funny cunt in the making, whatever, uh, um, yeah, Fungus TV, fucking great, great shit, just riding around on bikes and scooters and stuff, um, but yeah, if I had a YouTube nowadays, I'd probably post like, Jelly's top NRL tips for this week or something. Some punting, punting things, because everyone knows I've made the most money on the 
on the group so far because Ned's multi just got fucked. The $160 one, I think it was. Fuck. Fuck. Fuck Geelong. Up Hawthorne. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck Parramatta losing to the West Tigers. Absolutely pathetic performance. But anyway. Yeah, that's all the questions that this particular person, I'm not going to name names, put on for me to, or for, for people to talk about. I'll probably bring them up in extra episodes just because, like, you know, I don't want to do these questions a disjustice and only have me, one person, answer them. I'll definitely be asking them in the future for future guests. But, yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, a couple times I'm, like, scrolling through TikTok, right? And you know when you find, like, something that's, absolutely insane and you think oh this is the only video like it you know this is a one of a kind video and then you go onto that person's account you find out that oh shit there is so much more stuff like this yeah well that that basically happened to me the other day i'm I'm scrolling through tiktok and i find this account called hoina bang spelled h-u-y-n-h-h-a-b-a-n-g go check it out now it's basically this account where um, there's like these little Asian girls, probably look like they're 50 kilos a piece, and they just eat absurd amounts of food on camera. There's this one bitch on it that, that literally eats an entire fucking cake. Like, no, I'm not like not like at all a Woolies cake or a Coles cake or something. Right now, the video I'm looking at, she's eating a fucking triple stacked chocolate cake with fucking like chocolate bits on the on the top and whipped cream and all this fucking shit icing. And it's a sped up video, it goes for like probably three minutes or something. But she eats it all in one sitting. And there's this <laughs> there's this other one that eats like this whole fucking cow shoulder <laughs> and just munches it down. Like I'm serious, go check these cunts out. Um just so you know what I'm talking about, because it's fucking hilarious. Like the mukbang community is it's fucking funny. Like, there's a bunch of other people like Nikocado Avocado who eats, like, three KFC buckets and five burgers in one sitting. And it's like, cunt, this is why you're fat. Like, he's he's always questioning why he's overweight. And it's like, mate, just just think about it for, for a quick second. And also these videos that I found, like, they're also worrying because these, these girls that are eating them, these fucking little, little chicks... They literally look like they're 50 kilos. And it's like, how do you eat all this stuff on a regular basis and not get, like, severely overweight? Like, this is an absurd amount of food. How does your body even process this? And it's just like, makes you think what goes on behind the camera. Them gorging themselves. And then what? Then what? I know. All this for content. It's kind of weird. But yeah, I'll, I'll check up on the account now. I see like, look, there's this one of this guy. Uh, sorry, this chick fucking eating like what's this? Fucking like eight prawns, massive king prawns, and all their fucking eggs inside it. Like, what is this cunt? Oh, and the cake bitch is back eating an entire fucking cake with chopsticks. Like, <laughs> this account is fucking gold. I literally spent like an hour and a half going through it. Like, just absolutely. What's the word? Fucking starstruck, kind of. I was like, what's going on here? But yeah, anyway, fucking... On the topic of um, funny internet stuff, today I realised, like, in the group chats, there's, like, um... There's a, 
a thing at the bottom. When you click on the profile and go to the bottom, there's this thing called badges, like, or charms. And basically, they rank people in the group based off things they've done in the chat. So there's things like group paparazzi, most crafty, most sticky, group journalist, um, most creative and stuff. So the group paparazzi, which is taking the most screenshots in the group, is Maxine. Why is he taking so many screenshots? No one knows. Fucking seems suspicious, but we'll let it slide. <laughs> and what I found most funny about these charms was that <laughs> there's only five more, and they're all taken up by one person. And I'm just going to read out what they are, and then I'm, I don't even have to say the name of the person it is. You, you just know. Most crafty sent the most custom stickers in the group. Most sticky sent the most stickers in the group. Group journalist has recently saved the most chats. Most creative. Recently sent the most snaps. Most verbose. Has recently sent the most chats in this group. Like, I don't... They're all taken up by one person. I don't have to say who it is because it's pretty fucking evident who it is. Like, it's pretty funny. But yeah, fucking... Just go check that out. See, see if it changes every now and then. But yeah. There you go, fucking charms and TikTok mukbang bitches. Uh, this is a story. I thought I'd get into my story time here. Fraser trip, trip within a trip. I've told this story fucking like that many times. You cunts are probably sick of hearing it. But for anyone that hasn't hear it, heard it, he and heard, hasn't heard it, this is, this is a story of how my entire reality was was fucking pulled, pulled by a rug, pulled the rug out from under me, this, this acid trip took up at Fraser, it was cooked, it was proper cooked, like, mate, even thinking about it now, it still, still affects me to this day, in a good way, probably not, probably in a more scary, unsettling way, but, you know, we move, it's fucking, life's life, I'll forget about it later, surely, so it all starts, we uh, we drop this acid at like, play 10am in the morning or so, 10am, fucking all of us at once pretty much just, just taken, we're sitting on the couch, you know, not really feeling much, and then I start to get this feeling of like, uneasiness, just, oh, like, oh, I'm, I'm maybe not so comfortable with what's about to happen to me, like, I'm... I'm a bit nervous for what's about to go on. And I start to like, kind of get angry. <laughs> Not angry, but like, kind of when you uh, project your own fears onto people. And mine was definitely having like a bad trip. So I started saying to people like, oh, fuck off, cunt, stop being annoying. I hope you have a bad trip and shit. <laughs> and uh, as the story goes, it turns out that I was the one that had the bad trip. But... I wouldn't exactly call it a bad trip. I would just say, like, you know, it was a weird kind of unsettling bit of paranoia situation. It, it did make me feel weird for the rest of the time that I was under the influence, but, you know, the time before that was, was, was pretty good, but it didn't really affect me. I kind of forgot about it throughout. But, um, yeah, I got hit with the fucking the trips trip stick, Got fucking whacked over the head with a bad trip stick. Um, and yeah, basically this is what happened. We uh, we dropped that shit um, 
obviously I started chatting shit to people and then all of a sudden the floor starts fucking moving. It, it starts moving and I'm freaked. I'm like, what the fuck? This is sick. Like, this is amazing. Start, you know, get up, start walking, walking around, checking out what's going on. Um, and yeah, it was like, like that for a good couple of hours, like good four hours. I was just like, you know, enjoying myself, trying to get some people moving, going somewhere. And evidently it was just, you know, the one sober person, Joel had to like, you know, pull us, pull us off our feet and say, you know what, we're actually going somewhere. And, uh, we all pile into the car and before I get into the car, I decide, you know, you know what? No, I didn't even fucking decide. Ned decided, you know, it'd be a great idea if Joel had a bong. <laughs> and so he basically, he just, he was like, yeah, no, you have to. Cause I have one and Mason had one. So you gotta have one. And, uh, I smoked it and you know, I was feeling all right. I was like, oh shit, this is weird. Like cooked and fucking tripping at the same time, you know, fucking bit of a, bit of a weird mix, but I don't know. It's not really killing me. So it'll be fine. We all pile into the car, we head down to the beach, and we're just like, on the drive, I just remember talking to Mason, you know, it's all good, fucking sweet, oh shit, I'm, I'm romped, holy shit, I'm like spinning, fuck, <laughs> oh god, look at everything moving, oh, it was cooked, and then uh, we, we hop out of the car in the spot, just ready to like, you know, start fishing, start doing our shit, we're all looking at this bucket of bait, and like flies and shit in it. And then this is where it gets bad. All of a sudden, like, something switched. It's like my brain for half a second, like, wasn't really paying attention and then kind of brought myself back into, like, the situation as, like, I've just been thrown in without any prior knowledge as to what I'm doing there or why, what the fuck, what the fuck's going on. Like, I had no knowledge of what was happening I was just thrown into that situation, essentially. My brain switched off, then back on. Um, and basically what happened was there was this filter. There was like a filter. And I've talked about this so many times. Like the filter, it just like everyone seemed like they were just, you know, they were just skin. There was nothing inside. Like, you know, there was no substance to them. They were just like computer generated fucking like, you know, just the exterior, there was no interior, they weren't real sort of thing, it was just, yeah, it was weird, and um, then there was a lot of weird shit that started happening, like, at that time, where everyone started to look fake, it was like, Dylan started saying, oh, we're in the middle of the fucking highway, like, on the sand highway, and that wigged me out, that fucking made me super paranoid, um, and then, fucking everyone was like crowded around the bucket or something looking at the bait mac or ned's screaming out that oh there's so many flies in there while whilst looking like a fucking computer generated nothing person and i was just like what the fuck why am i in this why am i stuck in this place like i thought i literally thought to myself wow it's crazy that my brain has put me to sleep and like now i'm in this imaginary world where fucking nothing's real and I feel like I'm trapped here and that's when it got bad I was like what the fuck's going on oh my god I'm not real fucking none of this is real how do I get out so then I started doing some weird shit like trying to break the simulation and stuff um <laughs> I thought 
um, you know, oh, you know what will the simulation will never expect me to do? To show Ned I have his vape and I'm using it. Ha <laughs> ha. Ned, <laughs> I've got your vape, dickhead. Ha <laughs> ha. And then the cunt fucking takes it back off me like, Shit, fuck off, cunt. Like, why well, have got that? And I'm like, oh, the simulation was prepared for that. <laughs> I haven't broken out just yet. And at that time, I was like thinking, oh, you know, well, what, what can I do? Is this real or is it not real? I don't know. I was like, oh, there's, I could jump in front of me. It sounds bad, but I was like, oh, if I kill myself, it'll be fine. And then I'm like, oh, shit, no, nah, that's a stupid idea. I'm, and I kind of got back onto my feet and like, you know, this shit's real. I just got to be wary. So I hop in the car because that was a safe spot, my little safe spot. And I was just kind of sitting in there pretty much wanting to leave and go home where it felt more, you know, secure. But um, I just sat in the car and I tried to shake this thought that was in my head that nothing was real and that all my friends around me were fake and like, you know, I was actually where I was. I was conscious and all that stuff because I was thinking like, you know, my body is somewhere else back in the car, like still like, you know, kind of zoned out of something while I'm talking to Mason. Um but my mind is trapped me in this place where nothing's real and I'm just imagining all this. So I was sitting in the car, fucking, oh, bunch of like fucking big flies. I don't know what they are, like horse flies or something or March flies, but they were like, they were biting me, bringing me back to reality. I'm like, oh, fuck all flies, cunt. Ned's in there with me too, just like copying the abuse that was being hurled at us by these fucking flies, cunts. And, um, yeah, so I think I sat in that car with over, like, 500 flies or something for probably an hour, maybe, if that. Like, maybe a bit under an hour, but it was a fucking long time. And all whilst this is, like, I'm being bit by shit, I'm still thinking, like, you know, oh, am I real? Is this real? What the fuck's going on? And I spoke at the start about, like, the filter, like... No, nothing like it was like a filter that sent like you know this is a different visual you know like filter than I see normally there's something different that was like my tell and that's the bad thing because now sometimes when I'm smoking it kind of I had a smoke the other day with Ned and the filter came back and I was like this isn't good <laughs> like Am I still back in the car on Fraser? Am I? Is this like the filter reminding me that I'm not, not in the real world or something? I'm like, oh, I was having a bit of a wig out. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. The the trip story, fucking what went wrong, why it went wrong, fucking short answer because I was a cunt and karma got me because I was fucking hurling abuse at people. But anyway. We're going to move on to the next segment. <clears throat> Jelly's top tips of NRL week seven. <laughs> so week seven's coming up after a, quite a big week this week. And I'm just going to chuck out some tips there I've got for people. Just going to just gonna do the head-to-heads, why I think what team will win. And then I'm going to do like the big win, little win. Just basically, you know, let people know what I'm thinking from the expert himself. <clears throat> so the first game we got on Thursday, Cronulla versus Manly. Fuck you, Joel. Cronulla's winning. Talakai's going over for two. 
And if Katoa's back, he'll go over for one too. Um, I reckon it's going to be a big win. Big win to Cronulla. They've been fucking performing themselves in and out every... Uh, <coughs> performing in and out every week to the top of their standard. Manly, you know, they've had a rough start. They're not ready for the smoke of Cronulla. I'm just saying. And the next game we got on Friday, we got Broncos versus Bulldogs. Fuck. Honestly, this is a kind of a tough one. But I'm going to back the Broncos. I reckon they got it. Bulldogs look dangerous at some parts of the game. Um, but really, they're, they're kind of a no-substance squad. They, they're not really gelled yet with all these new signings. So I reckon Broncos will get up with a little win. Probably like less than... Probably even less than six, honestly. Like It's going to be a close game, I reckon. Definitely. <laughs> the next game on Saturday, we got Cowboys versus Gold Coast Titans. The Cowboys are paying 195 right now and Titans are at 185, which is fair enough, cunt. The game's going to be fucking close as shit, but I don't know. After the fucking uh, couple of unsettling weeks from the Titans, they've been, they've been good, they've been bad, like they've been really good, really shit. I don't know. I reckon Cowboys have got it. They've fucking proven themselves. Placing number seven on the ladder right now, I think. I reckon they've got a good shot while and Gold Coast isn't even in the top eight. Still worried about that punt. Uh, but yeah, I reckon Cowboys will take that one once again with a little win. I reckon they won't do too much damage and Fafita's going to be dangerous for the Titans. But yeah, I reckon little win to the North Queensland Cowboys. West Tigers versus South Sydney. <clears throat> South Sydney, this is, a, this is a funny one because I'm pretty sure Tigers were paying like 15 bucks against uh, Parramatta and now they're paying three fifty against Rabbitohs. What is Sportsbet doing? <laughs> they're fucking one win and West Tigers are a chance now. Fuck off, cunt. Rabbitohs are winning. Uh, Tigers are going to fucking struggle and it's going to be a big win. This is a one-time thing. Them being pa- beating Parra was like, Parra was just having a shit day. Um... Yeah, I reckon South Sydney Rabbitohs have it uh, 13 plus win uh, for that one. And that is on Saturday. And now Sunday, we've got two games. Two games on Sunday. Newcastle Knights versus the Parramatta Eels. Newcastle's been all kinds of shit. All kinds of shit recently. But so has Parramatta. Like, you can't lose to the fucking Tigers for their first win of the season. It's fucking pathetic. So we're going to put uh, Parramatta to win, little win. They're both fucking te- terrible teams. Fuck Parramatta. Losing us our punt. Um, Penrith Panthers versus Canberra Raiders. Penrith big win. Fucking that's it. Enough said about that one. St. George Dragons versus the Roosters. Roosters have got it. Little win. Little win. I reckon Drags, they're going to come through. Uh, and then finally we got Storm versus the New Zealand Warriors. Storm big win. Warriors have been good. Not great. They're, they're not really that good, but, yeah, Storm's going to thump them. Pretty much all of these teams, if I was to put it into one same uh, fucking same round, head-to-head, multi, I'd do Cronulla to beat Manly, uh, Rabbitohs to beat Tigers, Parra to beat the Knights, Penrith to win over Raiders, Roosters to beat... Um, Dragons and fucking Storm the Beat. New Zealand Warriors. I probably wouldn't touch Cowboys versus Titans or Broncos versus Canterbury's. 
But if I were to pick, it'd be yeah, Broncos and Cowboys to win. The Queensland teams getting up. Um, and yeah, that'll probably do it for this episode. Like I said, it's going to be a small one, a bit of a nothing episode, but hopefully some parts of this you enjoyed. You're able to just listen to, you know, something, something, a bit of a filler episode on the podcast, but yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, I really hope you guys enjoyed this solo episode. I'll be sure to get some people on next next time joel mcclure i'm calling you out oh sorry just joel he goes by just joel now last name doesn't exist dylan mason i'm calling you boys out too speak up stand up and come to the garage to film a body i'm sick of the fucking waiting all right thank you very much this has been season one episode four of the snooze podcast if you did enjoy it please just reach out to me tell me you loved it and we'll see you all next week